You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Creative Foundations in Delaware and Starbase Columbus in Westerville. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's that time again. Time for another episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where we talk about pop and geek culture stuff. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you. A lot of news to go over. But uh, first, let's do some things we've been uh, checking out. And a change from the norm. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, last week's show was a change from the norm. It was. This week's show, more normal. Yeah, back to the the formula. I've been checking out a couple games. Um, Oh, no, really? Yeah. I mean, not that I've had a whole lot of time, but uh, (laughs) um, one of them is called uh, Bunker Punks. It's on Steam. It's like a first-person shooter, with, but with pixel graphics, and it's got roguelike elements Wow! and base building, which the what? base building isn't really like building a base. It's more like an elaborate way to do a skill tree for your character, but you choose one of the, the titular bunker punks, <laughs> and then you go through these corporate bunkers and raid them for loot, and then go back to your base and build it up. It's really cool. The characters are cool looking, um, and it's fun. It's just fun to... Like, it plays like an old-school first-person shooter. It feels like Doom or something, which right is on. always good. There's, oh, yeah. They don't make shooters like that anymore, and this one actually scratches that itch. Yeah, I go back every once in a while, and I play, a, like, a Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oh, Brutal. Have you played Brutal Doom? No. Oh, you got to get Brutal Doom. It takes Doom, and it, it modernizes it a little bit, but also makes it super extra violent. Oh, jeez. <laughs> It adds like fatality, like finishers, <laughs> and like just diff- all the weapons are useful now. They replace the pistol with like this assault rifle. The bad guys react to being shot in different places. <laughs> There's blood splatter on the walls and the ceiling and the Jeez. floor. And if it gets on the ceiling, it'll drip down onto the floor. Like it's ridiculous. Wow. And it makes Doom, like it makes it feel like a new game almost. It is, it's a lot of fun. And there's a new version of it actually that has like like original levels too. Oh jeez. Oh, excellent. So it's definitely worth checking out. But also check out Bunker Punks because it's in early access and it's already this playable. So it's only going to get better. It's worth like I think it's like 13 bucks. It's worth the 13 bucks. Oh, excellent. Other than that, I've been going back to uh, Twilight Princess. Oh, after walking away for a bit. And it is a lot better of a Zelda game than I remembered it being. Mm. Not that I thought it was bad, but I just thought it was the, the most middle of the road Zelda you could think of. I don't know. I, I've, but, I've always I've always enjoyed it, and I've yeah, always had like you know fond memories of it. It's it's better than I a lot better than I remembered. And I think one of my favorite things about it is it takes the the usual Zelda items and reimagines them in interesting ways. It takes the old classics and puts a twist on them that makes them more interesting. Like the like the double hook shot and stuff. Yeah, and the boomerang that is a wind boomerang, gale boomerang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the even the iron boots, which only before like, oh, I sink in water and I walk slow. Now the dungeon has has uh, ore that's magnetic all over it, so you're walking on walls. That's yeah, I, I remember. Down. I remember those dungeons. I do. That the the dungeon design is super really solid in it. So I know I talked about it on here before, but it's it's a good Zelda. It's did, it's better. Did you get than... to the one dungeon with the with the crazy spinny top thing yet? Not yet. Fighting the the stall lord or whatever it is, big skeleton dragon. I 
I barely remember. I only vaguely remember that. Oh, okay. I'm so hot and cold on the spinner because, like, on one hand, it's pretty cool looking, but on the other hand, it's completely ridiculous. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's horribly ridiculous. Yeah, because it's like this little top that Link stands on top of mm-hmm. and rides it like some sort of Tony Hawk skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> but in that particular dungeon, it's got, like, cog teeth on it, so you're, like, riding on rails on the walls and stuff. But yeah. You have to, like, jump from, like, rail to rail. Now, that's kind of, neat. It's kind of frustrating, actually. <laughs> it does make a really cool sound, though, when you're doing it. Like, the sound design in Twilight Princess was always really good. It's also a really good uh, weapon in Hyrule Warriors. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's what you get for um, scanning the Link Amiibo in. Oh, excellent. Should I get Hyrule Warriors? Is that worth the money? Mm, I, I don't think so. Okay. I'd hate to say it. I mean, it's it's fun, but it's telling that I've owned it for a long time, and I haven't even, I don't even think I'm halfway through it. Okay. The the Dragon Quest, high, uh, what is it? Dynasty Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, Dragon Quest Legends. Heroes. Heroes is is better than the than Hyrule Warriors is. Okay. Although I can't vouch for the DS one because I haven't played that, but I imagine it's about the about same. About the same. Okay. You do get Linkle in the DS one though. Yeah, but okay. I I haven't bought it. Like I can't justify paying 40 bucks for a game I pretty much already own. Right. A better version of. Right. Like if I see it somewhere for 20 bucks or something, I would consider it, but Okay, thank basically, you. Thank ba- you basically don't get it at, at top price. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's the one thing that kind of makes me sad about Nintendo games. It takes a, wh- a minute for them to kind of oh, drop. Oh, yeah, they sometimes they never do. Yeah. Oh my god, like before like Mario Kart 7 or whatever it is, uh, Mario Kart on the on the DS, on three, on, took forever to drop. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think the new Super Mario Brothers, the regular DS one, stayed at like 30 bucks forever. Oh, I know. They finally dropped Ocarina of Time, the 3D remake, to 20, and it had been at, what, 40 or 50? Forever. 40. Yeah. 40. Yeah, 40. DS games are always 40. Yeah, forever. And that's definitely worth picking up for 20 bucks. I did. <laughs> I've had that. I've had that since it came out. I think. Nice. I don't. I've never beaten it. I think I'm about halfway through it. You've never beaten Ocarina or just no? That oh one? no. I, uh, sorry. I was not Ocarina. I was thinking Mario Brothers. Oh. I'm. Mm. I'm not awake. <laughs> My bad. New Super Mario Brothers isn't that great. If going back to look at it, I mean, it was great at the time because we hadn't had a Mario game that was actually a 2D platformer in like forever. Mm-hmm. But the actually the level design isn't that great. No, and there's God, like no. Only one power up. There's like just the fire flower. Yeah. There's so many more better 2D Mario's now. Mm. Now that they do one every quarter. Every, yeah. <laughs> right. Although they haven't in a while. No, so. they really haven't. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Nintendo stuff, I can roll into my uh, check it out real quick. Nintendo released their first uh, official phone app, uh, Mitomo. Which was a weird choice for Nintendo's first, but I I kind of see why they did it. It's um not really a game so much as it is a uh, gamified uh, social media yeah platform. They, they called it a I think on the App Store they called it a social experiment from Nintendo. Which yeah, that's about right. Is. Yeah, that's accurate. That's an so, accurate description. Basically, what you do is you create a little um, me or a little digital version of yourself, and it just asks questions. You just answer questions. And there, a lot of them are like fun little questions. Some of them are a little prying, and I usually skip those because yeah. no one needs to know my business. But uh, you, and you link it with your Facebook or your Twitter, and 
whatnot. Your Nintendo account. Yeah. And you get friend requests from people and you just, they just talk back and forth and they answer questions and do stuff and you buy clothes. Tech, yeah. Customize your me. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's free. Uh, you can spend money in it, although I've yet to get to that point. I haven't where... even seen the transaction screen. I didn't even know it was a pay for thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Way later, so it's not annoying at all. No, it doesn't bug you about spending money. It's, you can play it completely free, and uh, it's fun. I like yeah, it. It's, it's a it's time a, waster. Yeah, it's a fun way to learn weird facts about your friends. Yeah. Or people you vaguely know on Facebook. Uh, yeah. It uh. <laughs> It has kind of a long startup, though. The load time is yeah. A bit when you much. when you open it the first time mm-hmm. of the day, it takes a little bit. Yeah, it is a bit much. I wish the uh, Mitomo drop machines would update because yeah. it's been the same clothes since it launched. Yeah, I don't need a uh, a hamburger T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I already have all the stuff I would want from it, and then some. Yeah. Have you figured out what the candy does? It lets you reveal answers that you haven't gotten from your friends. Oh. Which I... Whatever. It'll tell you those eventually anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty much worthless. Oh, and uh, another real quick one. I picked up some comics the other day, and um, they started the two-part uh, crossover between Squirrel Girl and Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah. And it's really good. Of course. Take the... T- Two two of the best Marvel books out right now. Yeah, and the, the two of the funniest writers. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, not to get into the story too much. Um, Howard is kidnapped by Craven the Hunter at the behest of a, a weird Southern Bell style um, hunter who is also way into cosplay, <laughs> and uh, she wants to hunt man, but there are, are a lot of laws against it. So she is capturing humanoid anthropomorphic marvel characters because they're <laughs> half animal so there's a legal gray area so it's like beast from the x-men because she doesn't understand that he's a mutant she just thinks yeah as a human with some gorilla or cat in there i don't know <laughs> and, he's been both over the years and rocket raccoon oh jeez. and there was uh, a one shot a squirrel girl one shot a long time ago with a um chipmunk that had wolverine claws weapon two <laughs> before they tested the adamantium process on wolverine they gave a squirrel or a chipmunk his healing factor and gave it little tiny adamantium <laughs> claws and the ability to speak and uh howard the duck of course and squirrel girl and i guess because craven has much respect for squirrel girl um, he wouldn't fight against her, so she, the uh, the Southern Belle, knocked him out, and he is now Craven the Hunted. <laughs> that was the end line of the book: was Craven the Hunter has become Craven the Hunted. Dun dun dun. And she she bought a whole bunch of um, second rate uh, used Doom bots off of eBay and put them in her um, cosplay costumes. So there's costume bots <laughs> running around. It's great. It's really good, and it's only two issues. So it takes play. The first half is in how uh, squirrel girl. The second half is in Howard the duck. And uh, even if you, if you're not a huge comic reader, this is a fun crossover. I would pick those up. Are the books a little like, are they, are they, since they're special issues, are they a little thicker? No, really? No. Um, the only difference is Zdarsky and Ryan North are both writing 
Mm-hmm. And uh, one is done with the art by Erica Henderson. The other one is Joe Keown's. Okay. So, but they're um, they're all working. It's a collaborative. Yeah. So it's not like one one team was working on the first part. One team's working on the second part. They're all kind of collaborating together. Together. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder if the Howard the Duck half will have like the little stuff at the bottom of the pages that Squirrel Girl. It has. might. I don't know. It might. Because those are always funny in Squirrel Girl. It w- it is very clear that they wrote the outline and then Zadarsky wrote all of Howard's dialogue and North wrote all of Squirrel Girl's dialogue <laughs> because they read like their characters from their perspective books. So that's very cool. Yeah. All right. It's, I think that's the way I like it. it done. I, I, yeah, I like it when they work together like that. Yeah. It's always jarring when you have a crossover event <clears throat> and you have characters that are written... A Not certain way. A certain way that are way out of... Their character. In, when they appear in other books. Yeah, or it comes off like an exaggeration of what the original writer... Like Squirrel yeah. Girl in the... Uh, was the all new, all different Avengers books. Something like that, yeah. That she's all... Not right. Yeah. Anyway, those are good. Doesn't have the nuance of Ryan North's right. writing. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, oh, sorry. I no, was going to say, Ryan North's such a good writer. He writes like somebody who wants to tell you, is excited about telling you a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not just phoning in a paycheck. Yeah. Like that. that's just like his style. He's like, hey, there's this cool thing I want to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull up a chair. Yeah. Listen a minute. We, we kind of talked about it on the, on the one day and I just finally bit the bullet. I started watching BoJack Horseman on Netflix. Excellent. Man, it's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> in re- in a lot of really awful ways. Like I, I love that it has layered jokes like Arrested Development does. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it's just delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, with Will Arnett in it. Come on, and uh, uh, Jesse um, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. That's right. Yeah, he's really good on it too. I oh like yeah, his character. Mm-hmm. But essentially, he's playing the same character, just not as messed up. Mm. I don't. He's he's like a wacky neighbor, a little bit. Yeah, I like uh, Paul F. Tompkins as Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, <laughs> the best. Yeah, I'm about eleven or twelve episodes into the first season. Mm, okay, <clears throat> I think I'm nearing the end of the first season. Maybe it feels like we're getting to a point. Like right now, uh, they just did the Mr. Peanut Butter movie. <laughs> where Bojack has to play Mr. Peanut Butter. Should we explain to the listeners what this show is? Oh, probably. Yeah, sorry. Because um, we're just talking call, about it. Calling someone Mr. Peanut Butter with no context. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so in the world of Bojack Horseman, there are people and then there are animal people. And apparently it's been that way since forever. Yeah, it's just normal. It's yeah. just it's normal just for the their world. And uh, Bojack was a really popular sitcom star back in the 90s. And now he's kind of a washed up, has been alcoholic. And he's also part horse. He's also, yeah. yeah, he's a horseman. He's a horseman. Yeah, yeah he's a horseman. <laughs> and so to try to revitalize his career or make himself popular again, he decides he's going to write a book about himself. And he can't. He can't do it himself because he's a raging alcoholic. So they hire a ghostwriter to help him. And this is a Vietnamese a girl named Diane. And it's basically... Just a lot of, like, there's some stuff that's pretty much, like, normal sitcom stuff, and then there's, like, other weird little things that kind of float in and out, like, different, like, animalistic tendencies characters tend to have. Sure. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of good throwaway animal jokes. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, when Bojack's frustrated, he just kind of goes, Let's see here. There's Mr. Peanut Butter, who is a 
Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever, who had a show very similar to his that was also very popular, and he's all the time getting on about stealing his stealing his thunder or whatever. He's he's the successful version of BoJack. He he continued to stay relevant, and he's always happy. Yeah, because yeah. he's a golden retriever. He's always everyone's best friend. Everybody's he's yeah. that one guy that you love to hate because he's just constantly up. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely a a Zelda. I don't to, to BoJack's Zoe. It's it's an inside joke from the show. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, that was dumb. I fail. Anyway. That's just been a long time since I've seen the first season. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. Like other like they'll make like references to celebrities and sometimes the celebrities are who they're supposed to be and sometimes they're animal versions of them. Mm. <laughs> like Quentin Tarantino is some kind of weird tarantula Spider-Man. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> well, like it's so weird because it starts out like you think it's about at the level of some dumb Comedy Central animated show that's only going to last half a season. Like a Brickleberry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it gets so much deeper and like it, actually into these characters It really people. does. It's kind of weird. Like it's... A lot of the jokes are really good because like the D from the Hollywood sign disappears and at that... At pretty much at that point for the rest of the show, no matter what, it's just Hollywood. <laughs> like even like the entertainment show is Hollywood tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I'm a Ryan Seacrest type person. <laughs> Literally, that's what he says. Uh, it's God. It's just. It's really. I thought I wasn't gonna like it, but the more I, the more I watch it, the more I really like it. I'll be honest. It took me a little while to get into it. Yeah, it took me a couple episodes. Yeah, because like I said, it feels like a Comedy Central you know, garbage anime. show. Yeah, it, it feels like anim, uh, Adult Swim light. Yeah, like, a little bit. Yeah. It, like or drawn, at least it first drawn started. together, freak mm-hmm. show, Brickleberry, yeah. uh, that show, uh, Little Bush. Oh yeah. God, Little Bush! <laughs> like you could list, a, you could make a list a mile long of these shows. Yeah, <laughs> but it actually it, at times has some like really smart writing. Yeah, and uh, it really it has a really good job at like fleshing out some of these characters, like in a way. Like, uh, um, oh yeah, they all feel like real people or real yeah, animal like, people. Um, like <laughs> Princess, uh, Princess Caroline or whatever yeah. her name is. She's great too. Um, I think Amy Sedaris. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bojack's agent slash ex girlfriend slash Catwoman slash yeah. Cat Lady. Yeah, slash Pink Cat Lady. <laughs> no, she's white. Or no, she's, no, she's pink. pink. Yeah, she is pink. Uh, it was really, it was kind of weird. Like, uh, she's at like at the gym doing like normal gym stuff, and she's like talking on the phone. And then, like, it's cutting back between her and Bojack. And then, she, at one point, she goes from, like, lifting weights to using a scratching post. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's, the, there's that animal joke. Or when um, uh, Scott goes to prison. I don't remember that. Yeah, uh, it's when Bojack's gone in Boston with Diane. Vi- oh, my God, I don't remember it at all. Yeah, they go to they go to the Penguin Penguin Publishing Building. And then Diane uh, is hanging out with her her brothers and stuff, and they're like super Boston. Oh yeah. And uh, Princess Caroline and Scott set up Bojack's house as David Boreanaz's house and start paying for tours. <laughs> and they're like making people think that David Boreanaz lives there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get raided by the police, and then Scott has to go to jail, and he's being courted by two prison gangs. <laughs> Uh, the Aryan Nation and the Latin Kings, and the leader of the Latin Kings is some kind of goat man, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just randomly go. Meh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, 
I like the that the penguin publishing guy is a penguin. Yeah. yeah, they're all penguins. Yeah, and their company is like going under hardcore, and they're like relying on his on the book too. <laughs> like sometimes he'll answer the phone, and it's like Pat Oswald, I think, is the voice yeah. mm-hmm. of the penguin guy, and um, he goes Penguin Publishing. Unless you're that loan shark, uh, Tony's Pizza. But <laughs> 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 no, I just. I, like I said, I like the show a lot more than I thought I would. Right. And it's all on Netflix. Yeah, it's all on Netflix. There's two seasons and a holiday special, like a Christmas special. Right. I don't think I've reached that point yet where I can watch the Christmas special yet. Yeah, I think that's what... It might stand on its on its own, actually. I don't, I don't know. remember. I don't know. I'm afraid to, because I'm afraid to get spoiled by something. Yeah. I know I didn't watch the Christmas special till after I was through the first season. Yeah, because so. the second season like just came out, didn't it? Yeah, it's been... At least a, little a while. couple months, yeah. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I like I said, it is hard to get into because it is. It's a. Uh, it starts off kind of kind of like starts, one of those shows. It starts off rough, mm-hmm. uh, but then it kind of finds its footing. And sometimes you'll it'll be a, there'll be some like really funny gags, and then sometimes it'll hit you with something like, like when Bojack goes to visit his old friend from back in the day. He has cancer. Oh yeah, there, there's some feels that there's some sure. legitimate feels in there. Oh yeah, definitely. And then like you sometimes you feel really bad for Bojack. Oh god, what was another weird episode? Um, when the little girl from his show comes back to visit, and oh, she's the, all the, like, she's voiced by Kristen Shaw. Yeah, 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 it's really weird because she's all like, uh, uh, Miley Cyrus and up, <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, all I hear is freaking um, Louise from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you're a little girl. What are you doing? I know, but I know you're not a little girl. But ah, <laughs> stop it. She's great on Last Man on Earth. Too. She is. Yeah, she's great just about anything. She yeah, does, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, uh, and honestly, Will Arnett's comedy really—I mean—it still shines through, even though it's just voice work. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, the, look at those Lego Batman trailers. Oh, yeah. I know, right? And there's a se- there was a second one too that is just as good as the first. Oh, I didn't see the second one yet. Well, maybe we should watch it, and we'll talk about it in the news segment. Yeah, we'll have to do that. <laughs> I uh, think oh, I was gonna say, I think BoJack managed to find its groove a lot faster than those other Comedy Central shows we were talking about. Yeah, I think, and I think Netflix gave it enough episodes to be able to find that groove. Yeah. I think that's why all those Comedy Central shows die so fast, as they just never find that specific writing groove, and Comedy Central kills them. Well, or they're just not good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, at least with Netflix, um, they're, the writers are given a chance to tell the story they want to tell, whereas with a network, if something doesn't work in a couple episodes, they're, nine times out of ten, networks are in there trying to change to, to or, course or, correct. Yeah. Or, or just chop it. Or just cut it. Yeah. But at least with Netflix, they say, okay, we're going to take a chance on this. Hands off. Yeah. Just go do. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, for Netflix, it's just more content. Yeah. They don't have to squeeze it onto a schedule. They... And it's content that they don't have to pay licensing rights to. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's theirs. It's theirs. I mean, somebody's going to like it. Like yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like I said, it's, 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 a decent, it's a decent show if you can get past the first couple growing pains mm-hmm. of it, I, I would say. Uh, other than that, speaking of other like hilarious animated shows, because that's what I do. I caught the first episode of Archer of the new season. Nice. And the theme for this season is detective. Kind of like how the season, bef- not this last season, but the season before, was uh, kind of like vice. a vice. Yeah, yeah. Archer vice. But yeah, this one's uh, Archer 
PI or whatever, and they're doing like a Magnum PI kind of thing. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, it's 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 still good. I love Archer. I really do. I think I'm like a full season behind on Archer. Yeah, A. Sean Benjamin's voice acting is always on is always on point. The writing in Archer is just it's always been good. Especially yeah. if you get a lot of the the like the a lot of the jokes that Archer makes that he laughs at his own jokes and no one none of the other characters get it. Mm-hmm. But then you as an audience can get it and you're like hey, yeah and kind of giggle about it. There's a lot of those Arrested Developments that are layered. Yeah. Layered yes. Oh jokes. yeah. Layered jokes. Uh, a lot of callbacks in Archer. Yeah. And honestly, there's a good continuity to Archer. Like you'll sometimes you'll forget about something. Like the time Archer got a tattoo of his housekeeper's brother's name <laughs> and and then you forget about it and then like a season later somebody he'll be wa- not wearing a shirt and you'll see the tattoo on his shoulder or something and you're like oh yeah or the oh, Seamus sure. oh yeah we, ba- we baby Seamus <laughs> we baby Seamus well the guys who did do this did C-Lab 2021 yeah and the oh what was that other show Frisky Dingo yeah yes and all of this all of their stuff has crazy continuity yeah there was stuff in C-Lab that there's by no rights should there be a callbacks to it. Yeah. There should be no yeah. continuity to that show, and there was. Dude, I used to love C Lab so much too. Bizarro, <laughs> Bizarro, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> the Bizarro people. I have the strength of a bear that has the strength of two bears. <laughs> I actually just caught. Uh, I just caught a C Lab episode the other day. It was the one where uh, the guy in the chair with the headset has like a hash. Hesh, yeah, yeah, I mm. forgot his name. Or wait, no, that's no, no, not Hesh. no, no. Hesh was Mimsy Chris's Chris. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hesh was the weird one. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but uh, he has like a drug or something. He's been giving it to everybody. Oh yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> and everyone's like, I can feel, I can. The you know, the Stimutax episode. Yeah, yes, that's the yes. one I just mentioned with the strength of a, of a that, bear. Oh, it yeah, is, isn't it? That is because that was oh Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada was a main character. Stormy. Sto- oh, no, he wasn't Stormy. He wasn't Stormy. He was, I forget his character's name, Marco? Marco. Marco. That's it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh, I, used, I used to never miss an episode of C-Lab. But also, that was back when like Adult Swim was good. It's still good. Still, it's I, I'm not at, the same kind of good. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this was back in like the days of like C-Lab and Space Ghost Coast to Coast and... OG. The OG yeah. Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yeah. Bumpers with old people swimming. Yeah. <laughs> home movies. Oh, God, I love home movies. Oh, home sweet. movies. I need to go back and watch it because I used to really not like home movies. Really? But I, yeah. But I don't think I never really gave it a chance. Like, I, I hated the art style. Oh, yeah. It's an ugly show. It's it, oh, horribly ugly. It's like Dr. Cat. That's oh, Dr. Same Cat's. people. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? Same um, people who do Bob's Burgers. See, I love Bob's. See, like I said, I should go back and rewatch home movies because I think I'd like it now. I was super related to Brendan a ton. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Or when, like, Coach McGurk starts dating his mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll have some uh, news for you. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundation. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Crave Foundations. The store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook. Set Phasers to Fun at the 8th Annual Out of This World Festival hosted by Starbase Columbus on May 21st from noon to 7 p.m. 
The Out of This World Festival will feature food, exhibits, a sci-fi collectibles auction, and more. Admission is free to the public, but donations are appreciated. Starbase Columbus and the Out of This World Festival is located at 5541 Westerville Road in Westerville. Outofthisworldfest.blogspot.com for more information. We're back. That was the Disco Star Wars theme by the... Let me look up the guy's name. The Peter Hamilton Orchestra. 
pretty great. Yeah. Why Star Wars, you ask? Because there was a new trailer that dropped. Yeah, for Rogue One. And it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks yeah. really awesome. Like, I love, like, the fact that they brought back, like, the classic looks of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the stupid Rebel helmets that were really dumb back in the day. The yeah. bike helmets, yeah. basically. <laughs> but it looks really interesting. Uh, I'm wondering what uh, role Forrest Whitaker's character is going to play in this. Because he looks different from just about anything. Everybody, yeah. They've done. It's Yeah. Uh, just everything looks so good. Yeah. Though they're really loving that whole making stormtroopers like fly through the air thing when stuff explodes mm-hmm. <laughs> from Force Awakens. Yeah. Another female lead, which is cool. Which is very cool. Yeah, very cool, indeed. I'm kind of hoping this one plays more out kind of like a galactic heist movie. That would be neat. Yeah. Although this trailer doesn't really give look, you that. No. no like we didn't so really much. see many other people of the team. Yeah. It's, it looks so, more like an like Asian a, stick guy. More like a war spy movie. Yeah. That would be. Yeah, that would be neat. It would yeah. be different. Yeah. I'm just wondering which one's Manny Bothan. Because <laughs> Manny Bothan's died. Manny Bothan's died getting the plans for the That's Return for the of the Star. Jedi. That's Return of the Jedi. I still don't believe you on it's that. It's Return of the Jedi. I don't Trust think, me. I don't think you're right. Because Mon Martha says it, and she doesn't pop up to freaking Return of the Jedi. I disagree. Yeah, well, you has, can disagree, but you're wrong. It has to be Empire, because it's right after the best mini... I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to take a side on this. <laughs> Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Yes, we, do yeah, it. We're gonna have to look do it. it up on Go the to internet. the internet. Go to the stupid internet. No, instead of no, continue having an angry Star Wars argument for everyone to hear. Do you think Minnie Bothans died to bring us the Rogue One trailer? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It was Return of the Jedi. Oh. Boom. Yeah, you're right. Argument resolved. He could still be Minnie Bothans. He just won't die in this movie. No, he gets close. <laughs> yeah. Manny Bothans almost died bringing you the plans to the first Death Star. <laughs> but no, just everything Manuel is... Manuel Bothans. <laughs> Debate result, winner, Josh. Oop, oop. They're that professionalism. But um... <laughs> I miss our debate segment that yeah. we probably can't say the we name pro- of no, on air anymore. No, it's a no. very childish name yeah. that we came up for. <laughs> very our de- blue joke. Our <laughs> geek debate section. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, Star uh, Rogue One looks good. I'm excited. It's there's not a mu- there's not enough from the trailers that I've seen to so you no. really dig real deep into it. No, but it was definitely a good a good first little trailer, kind of like how Force Awakens had a really amazing like first trailer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the same oomph, but it's not Star Wars coming back. You know, it's Star yeah. Wars continuing to exist, which is cool. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and the fact that we're getting a Star Wars movie like every year, so it's like. Squee! <laughs> It'll be interesting to see a Star Wars movie without any Jedi, no big Jedi that we know focus. Of, that we know of. Yeah, no uh, Skywalkers, no, yeah. no Solos. Um, which is something the universe says of Star Wars has always supported, but they've mm-hmm. never really done. No, no Grandma Tarkin. Grandma, no Grandma, 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 Grandma Tarkin. Did I say that? No, no you didn't. Oh. But... We were making the same joke. <laughs> okay. We went to the exact same place. <laughs> uh, Manuel Bothans and Grand, <laughs> Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin of the space fights. Jeez, you guys are Starship like... Future Times. <laughs> I swear. I swear. You guys are you guys are internet comment sections today. I swear. <laughs> no, I'm not screaming obscenities. Yeah, and hatred. <laughs> At least not on mic. <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything racist or anti-Semitic. 
or misogynistic. Okay, yeah. let, okay, we've we've lost track of yeah, this, we're this off topic. The, we're, off the rails. Rails. <laughs> we're off the rails. We're off the rails. Yeah, let's. Star Wars is good. More Star Wars is good. Anyway, uh, I wish we didn't have to wait so long for it. Yeah, yeah. December. Same here. Darn you, December. Yeah. Uh, one thing we're not going to have to wait uh, so long for is. Oh, the... Wait, wait a minute. I have a question okay. about that. Do you think people are going to get confused and disappointed? That there's no Finn and Ray, like the average Joe. I'm Blow sure there's going the to be street. there's going to be a chunk of people that are curious. Um, yeah, I've had to. Why. I've had to explain it to a few people at work. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that'll have a negative effect or if, or not. I don't know. I don't think so. I, don't think it I will. mean, I mean, it's interesting to think about. Like it is. I like how it says like Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah, like you'd think that would be enough, but I'm sure it's not. No, I mean people still brought their kids to Deadpool. They don't. People they, don't know. They crap. don't pay attention. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Suicide Squad is what I was going to try to get to. Uh, it comes out here in a couple months, right? Yeah, really wow. soon. That's really soon for. And them to... they are reshooting <laughs> a number of scenes, like a good chunk of the movie, to add more humor into it as a, a direct uh, backlash result from Batman v Superman: colon, Dawn of Justice. And probably a little bit of Deadpool. And a little bit of Deadpool. Well. Yeah. 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 So I mean what do we think? I Yay? Thought, I thought this that was the movie they were making to begin with. It makes me wonder, I think the only comedic scenes in the movie were the ones in the trailer. In the tra- oh god. Oh, like with Harley Quinn breaking the window. Yeah. And talking to herself in the prison yard or whatever. And like it's a movie with Harley Quinn in it. It has to be funny. She's a She's a clown woman. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the Joker. Yeah. Now, granted, he's a scary clown. Yeah. But... And Deadshot, he's dry sarcasm. Yeah. At least should be. Yeah. But. Especially since you got Will Smith playing him. Well, that yeah. doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> the last, when was the last time Will Smith made a, a successful movie? A Han- good successful Hancock movie. Hancock was all right. Hancock I am sucked. legend. Really didn't like it. I, I thought it was okay. I did not care for Well, Han- it really fell off toward the end when it got Hancock really. Hancock had a good 45 minutes and then the hour after it was just yeah not good i'll agree with that i am legend i didn't care for i, I, I am legend. never saw that i movie. think it's the weakest of the last man on earth stories i robots <laughs> <laughs> now that i actually like i robot <laughs> i do too it was a pretty good movie yeah, yeah. alan tudyk is a the robot no one liked that movie but we also yeah, no, like it. I, no it's all right <laughs> i watched it I think the last time i watched it was about a year ago i mean there, i mean there's a couple dumb things like look at my Old school Converse shoes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like... nice shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. But it's a good movie for, you know, what it was. A, a Hollywood interpretation of an Isaac Asimov yeah, book. Yeah, true. Well, we can all agree that After Earth is not good, right? No. I, I've never seen it, but I have no, no interest. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't waste your time. You took a charismatic actor and gave him no emotion. Stupid. And put his son in a movie just because, just for being his son. Yeah, yeah. that's how also how I felt about the the reboot of Karate Kid. <laughs> that's called Hollywood yeah. nepotism. Yep, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm worried about Suicide Squad because if they're reshooting it this close to release, it means there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. And if they're scrambling to try to put comedy in, it means it's not going to be good comedy. Yeah, they're just going to throw random jokes Joke. in there because they feel like it. It'll be better than Batman v Superman because it almost have to be. Yeah, <laughs> because it, it's hard to make a movie that's that bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure a Kick in the Junk would be a better movie than <laughs> Batman versus Superman. I'm st- I'm still surprised we haven't gotten any blowback from hating on that movie so much. Uh, we must have been right. 
Yeah. Well, we must have been right, you guys. That's all Seriously, I can say. Like among my like my circle of friends, I more people are on the boat of it was not a good movie than it was awesome. I don't know. Like I I, I don't know. I don't know how you could turn your brain off that much. When it was clear that Zack Snyder didn't want you to turn your brain off because yeah. he was making, he was trying to make a point. The point was patently wrong, but <laughs> he was trying to make a point. So it, it's not one of those turn your brain off movies. Yeah. There's so, just so much philo- like grade school philosophy flying around. And literally, turn your brain off movies don't start <laughs> with two hours of n- nothing happening. Yeah. Well, an hour. Yeah. The whole movie was two hours. Do you see the, the runtime of Civil War is two hours and 40 minutes? Wow. That is really long. Well, <laughs> it makes there's me, a lot of stuff in it, probably. It, it makes me think it's almost going to be a Captain America movie and then an Avengers movie. Yeah. And they just stuck them together. That I, makes me a little worried. I hope it's not too long. Because I'm like, oh my God, that is long. I almost ho- three hours. I hope it's not just bloated garbage. That's, that's pushing Avatar level. Yeah. That's almost this is a that, Lord of the Rings yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting there, getting there. We'll get we'll get Civil War the extended cut. Yeah, <laughs> five hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then walking through the snow like Falcon's got the ring. <laughs> yeah. So one of the good things that came out of Batman versus Superman, um, they pushed up the release date for Wonder Woman. Like two weeks, yeah. but still, well, it's still it's two sooner. weeks. It's, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Also, they are shuffling around, and they're gonna there's gonna there's a couple other untitled things coming out too. Probably Aquaman and probably the Flash featuring Cyborg because they they have said that Cyborg is going to be a supporting character in the Flash. I'm about to because say Cyborg yeah. isn't a strong enough character no, to hold no. his own movie. Definitely no, not. Never has been ever. No. I'm tired of DC pushing Cyborg in our face. Like, look, he's part of the Justice League. He's look, you like him. He's he's your favorite now. No, <laughs> he never really was. Well, they're pushing him because he's one of the few. Characters of color. Yeah. Characters of color and one of the few um, teen superheroes that has been allowed to age up and make the jump to, to the, the Justice big leagues. League. Yeah. Because Nightwing hasn't been able to. And he's for a long time. And he was even the Batman. He was Batman for a while. He was in Justice League for a, a little bit there near the end of the one of the runs. But Cyborg is really the one that's made the longest stay. Aside from Wally West, because he was the original Kid Flash. Yeah. Who then eventually just kind of became the Flash. Yeah. Aging in comics is never... It's, it's so confusing. It's very spotty. It doesn't happen often. Some people get to age, others don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, Perpetually Marvel, a child. Yeah, well, Marvel has a really good explanation for that. Um, Franklin Richards, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman's son, has reality-altering powers. And the theory is that he is just constantly keeping the Marvel Universe in a constant state of the, the a five-year five year loop. Basically, but their holes like Kitty Pride is now in her twenties, where she was introduced, she was like thirteen or something like that. Yeah, and Peter is out of college and uh, head of his own company, but he's still like twenty eight. Yeah, he's been twenty eight for the last <laughs> 40, forty years. 40 years. <laughs> but yeah, Cyborg's one of the few that's allowed to step up. Now, granted, you know, you know, Dick Grayson's gone on to do other things too, like he was, you know. Super, super, super spy and stuff. True. He had that album that he put out. Stop. <laughs> he's got a he's got a MySpace page to it for his rap, for his rap career. Did you see they put out music for Black Canary, like the band? In no, the comic. I didn't see that. There's legit music. Oh, that's excellent. That DC put out for the comic. Oh they man, just I hope I hope I hope Marvel I hope Marvel gets on that and the the Mary Janes. 
gets that would be cool it's actually spider gwen it's actually really good too i like it actually i was going to ask you about spider gwen is she currently in the main marvel universe no 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 because she's on earth 62 because uh she pops up in uh iron fist and power man really she is talking she and the uh, other spider woman jessica drew are talking and watching a fight go down and they discuss how on she's talking about wow on this earth a lot of people have the same superhero names because there's two power man there's yeah. two spider women there's yeah. two whatever huh. but she no she was in this book i'll show you what we're, when we're huh. done recording no she's on earth 62 so huh weird uh well whatever well she might still be part of the web warriors i don't know that could be and that could explain why she's able to dimension jump yeah maybe because there's like that traveling group of spider-men left over from the spider-verse stuff right they haven't and they have a current series going on and the worst part is it's not japanese spider-man no he only shows up for like the one panel leopard on yeah his giant flying leopard car that turns into a giant jaguar robot (laughs) that spider-man's always had yeah it's very integral to his story. Well, he's the emissary from hell, given powers by the from the planet Spider. The planet Spider. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic story. Everyone knows yeah. that. Everybody yeah. knows the, yeah. Sam Raimi did those movies. Oh, yeah, you know, everybody... about that Japanese dirt bike rider that got Spider-Man powers from a space planet. Everybody knows. Yeah, it's common knowledge. Common knowledge. Anyway, uh, let's, let's move on to the next topic real quick. Do you think the robot will be in Civil War? I would love it if the robot... If that were the, the version of Spider-Man that we get in the movies, I, that would be 10 out of 10, the can best you, movie. Can you imagine how confused people would be? <laughs> oh, man, that would be awesome. Like, Why does Spider-Man have a robot? Like all those people whose idea of Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire and that's it. If They're... that pops up in Civil War, I will do a dance in the front of my theater wherever I'm at. I will oh, run you, up. You mean like when we went and saw Guardians and Howard the Duck? it was Howard the Duck? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it would be that times a million. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was if that were the rights that that Marvel were able to get? Yeah. It's like, Sony's like you can have the rights to a, a Spider Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> wow, with a lion robot, <laughs> leopard or leopard. leopard. Yeah. Yes, big cat. He's big cat. Yeah. Big cat Spider Man. Because <laughs> spiders, cats, you know, yeah, makes it's perfect about the same. sense. About the same. Uh, yeah, so let's let's switch gears over. Um, Cody, you mentioned real quick about them canceling Black Canary, and uh, it's part of the giant DC Comics rebirth. This was news also, from a couple weeks ago. Also but... known as... Eh, kind of. This was news a couple some weeks ago. It, some of it's kind of good. Yeah. So I actually have the, the list pulled Most up here. We're just going to roll through... <laughs> And we're not going to go through all of them because there's a million books. They're like not holding they, it like f- like they do with every relaunch. They're not holding it to 52 anymore. Uh, but uh, some things that kind of stick out a little bit here. Um, a lot of the books are going to twice monthly, which is awful. I don't think that's a great idea because you're going to burn out your writers and your artists. Can you imagine a uh, comic book artist pumping out 44 pages a month yeah, on a book. Surprise. Now you have to do twice as much work unless they're doing, um, although you, it looks unless like they a already lot do that of the work. twice monthly books have two artists on them. So maybe they're, you have one artist doing one book and then another yeah, artist doing the, the other. So yeah. that'd, be, that'd be really jarring though. Yeah. Because you're going to like get the one book and then you're telling the same story, but it's got different art. I, I agree. Yeah. And, Unless I know there are a couple books that are doing two different stories mm. and alternating books. Well, that's the a point. Lot, Do though. another book. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they don't have to get that special glossy paper for a second cover. <laughs> <sighs> so 
like Batman's getting twice monthly. Detective Comics um, is actually a team of Tim it's Drake, the... former Robin, um, a couple of Batgirls, and Clayface. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw that. That actually yeah. sounds pretty interesting. That one sounds kind of neat. Yeah, um, I, I knew. I yeah, I heard that it was going to be a Bat Family book, and I was like, eh, I might pick it up. Yeah. Uh, Batgirl is no longer being written by the current team. Lame. Yeah. Which is a shame. Uh, yeah, they were great. Yeah, and the uh, Babs Tar isn't doing the art anymore, so I even my, bigger my interest lame. Is pretty well. Yeah. Gone, Shot. Unfortunately. I mean, Hope Larson's the writer, and she's a good writer. Mm-hmm. She's done some cool stuff. And I like Raphael Arbuckerke's uh, art, but I just it's not Babs. It's not Babs Tar, yeah. so I'm not interested. Uh, and like, and he did that that Killing Joke cover that everybody oh, kind of got upset about. Yeah. Because it was. It was not in the best taste. It wasn't. It really, girl. It really no. wasn't. Not for not that whole month. The whole Joker variant month. It didn't set the tone with any of the other variant covers they did. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm worried. Like he doesn't get it. Yeah. So I <laughs> I don't know. But hopefully maybe he learned or somebody is yeah, I mean, is, it, is conscious enough to kind of rein him in a little. I mean, bit. he mm-hmm. pulled the cover himself. It was his choice. Yeah. But like, still, like to think in the first place that a good idea for a well, cover for a Batgirl comic is Batgirl in danger. Yeah. And crying. Yeah. And... When it's supposed to be, you know, empowering. Yeah. It wasn't a good, it wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't a good choice. Uh, Nightwing's not a special agent anymore. And he's going back to his, uh, his original blue, blue outfit. outfit, which is very cool. Wait, wait, his original blue outfit? No, not, so, not disco. So, not, disco Nightwing? Not disco Nightwing. No. <laughs> the good, the good Nightwing costume. Uh, Batgirl oh. and the birds of prey looks interesting. Yeah. That sounds cool. They redesigned uh, Black Canary. I don't care for her new look all that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, they're revitalizing the Birds of Prey. Yeah. But, you know, a, a group they haven't really used in a while. Yeah, but she was so cool in those Black Canary comics mm-hmm. as like this hardcore punk that punches people. Yeah. It shows. Yeah. It's a lot of this rebirth is they're rolling back stuff that uh, has done that they made recently. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Um. Anyway, Action Comics features uh the current Superman the post. New 52 Superman. Who's a jerk. Who's a jerk. And the pre-New 52 Superman, the one that everyone likes. <laughs> and also Lex Luthor in a Superman power armor. That This comic makes no sense. <sighs> I don't get it. <laughs> Superman with two Supermans? Yeah. Superman. 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 It makes it makes no sense. It's uh, just like they're just throwing darts at a dartboard with that one. Uh, kind of. Uh, Wonder Woman's coming back. It's going to do middling sales like it always does no matter how good the story is wonder woman books never sell is it is it a different team than that last one yeah that oh they were bad yeah they were it was not great yeah especially after the initial new 52 wonder woman was so good yeah uh let's see there's the new superman and a super dash man about a chinese teenager who somehow gets a fraction of superman's power it's a weird idea. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I'd be willing to see where it goes. Yeah, it's almost like them kind of jumping on the uh, the all new, totally awesome Hulk kind of train. Kinda a little bit. Yeah, with Amadeus Cho is mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we have a the Trinity book is coming back. That used to be a month, uh, a weekly there for like, a year. Like the Trinity of Sin? No, it's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. So the, it's just DC Trinity. It's Justice League without all those other guys. It's Super Friends. It's, it's the, the initial Friends. run of the Super Friends. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, let's Super see. Supergirl. Aquaman, Flash. I hope their Supergirl book plays more like a tie-in to the TV show. Uh, that would be cool. 
Like, that's that's part of the push for some of this. The, yeah. A lot of their uh, comic interpretations are getting are being steered closer to their like the Arrow other, book, the Arrow yeah. book, and the Flash book. Yeah, uh, Green Lanterns is about two Green Lanterns that no one knows or cares about that were introduced a couple years ago. Unless you're a comics fan, I don't even I don't even care. I love Green Lantern, and I don't care about these two characters. I, I give no craps about Simon Bass. Do not whatsoever. care, and I also don't understand why we need to have two Green Lantern books that both ship twice monthly. That doesn't make <laughs> That's sense. That's a lot of Green Lantern content. For uh for but a you... character that is being uh kept out of the Justice League movies because they are afraid that people are going to associate the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie with the new <laughs> Justice League. If you just make a good Green Lantern movie, you fix the problem. Well, the Warner Brothers doesn't want to take that chance. If you notice, there is no Green Lantern mentioned anywhere for anything Justice League at all. Like the character doesn't even exist. But the fact <laughs> they're they're doing a, a a lantern core movie anyway or uh, for, attempting to for in, now in a billion years a, from now yeah. <laughs> uh justice league is the movie justice league Blech. basically cyborg's getting his own book which i don't un- it's not gonna last nope. i don't understand that's that. a waste of ink right there uh let's see. he is ancillary at best yeah some other highlights uh harley quinn is getting a book shipped twice monthly her second book is getting canceled though that's coming out currently, though. The least, li- Little Black Book. The, Black the book. fun one. Yeah. I mean, they're both fun books. But... Yeah. Yeah, but, but Little Black Book's kind of cool because she teams up with random people. And yeah. It's yeah that's hijinks good, ensues. That's a good one. Uh, Suicide Squad is more Basically like the movie. Team. The movie. Uh, they brought Ted Cord back, the uh, Blue Beetle that was that everybody loves. Oh, okay. That, that is Booster Gold's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Not the not the uh... the Latino kid with the yeah, power yeah. armor. No, he's in it too. Oh. It's the it's the kid being trained by the older. Okay. Yeah. See, I was gonna say that, but I was like, no, no, no. That's 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 uh, Nova. But I was like, no, no it's it's both. It's both of them. Yeah, it's both of them. The the new Fifty Two Suicide Squad was like my favorite hate read. Oh sure. Of the bunch. That first, yeah. When they <laughs> when they launched it, oh, that was the worst. Oh, book. it was not yeah. good. Yeah. Like when they de-aged Deathstroke and stuff. Yeah, it, it became like, it became mediocre at best by the end of the run. But yeah, it was bad to begin with. Uh, one book that's really kind of sticking out at me is something called Super Sons. Now, this is a callback to the 60s where uh, it was stories told about the children of Superman and Batman, like Batman's kid and Superman's kid fight crimes. And it was a weird, goofy 60s style G whiz kind of story. <laughs> and they're bringing back that that line. Starring Damian Wayne and John Kent, the sons of Batman and Superman. I wonder if they'll keep the feel or if they'll gritty it up. Oh, they're going to gritty they're it gonna, up. It's Damian it's, Wayne. He's a little <laughs> craphead. Yeah. So there are a whole bunch of others, uh, a lot that I really Do don't not feel care like about getting into. But it is just there, seems is there like... Are the good one-shots good? Uh, no, they're all no. just a bunch of DC Universe Rebirth. Oh, rebirth just special. explaining where all the characters are at. Oh. Yeah, and, and it's and going. it's more of a cash grab. Look at Good. all these. Look at all that. Good. Look at all that. It's like a re, It's like a, a one shot for every new issue. <laughs> DC is going for uh, quantity over quality this, uh, this time. Yes. Well, that's it's been that way for a while. Hey, new fifty two man. We got to put out fifty two books. Not all of them are going to be good. <laughs> <sighs> it was uh, it was ambitious at the time. It was ambitious. I'll grab that. And you know what? It, and it didn't really work out for him because. They took a chance rebooting their line and saying, okay, everything's back to zero for new readers. Unfortunately, the books that they put out immediately preceding that reset were not quality. No. 
and it it alienated a lot of the older readers and it confused the new readers because they only they say they they said they were going to go back to zero and dial everything back but they only did one about halfway yeah where you had uh, new books that were supposed to be good for new readers referencing things that one shouldn't exist and two um were part of the previous continuity yeah like, so like the color confuse, war for the lantern stuff. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It made no sense. It was it was a half-baked idea. I love DC Comics. I love these characters, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting tired of the oh, it's, it's awful. It's, it's really, bad. it's getting bad. Yeah. Of that entire line that we've just ran down, I may, be, I may buy two, maybe. I'm sticking with Green Lantern because I have to, but everything else that I've been getting, and Harley Quinn, yeah. but everything else, I have no interest in. I'm dropping. I'm dropping Flash. I'm dropping Aquaman. I just don't care. Yeah. I'll probably get Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe see where Batgirl goes. Yeah, that know. would be cool. But I just, eh. DC's really dropping it lately. It, yeah. They've been dropping it for years. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't buy a lot of comics, but I've been mostly getting Marvel stuff lately. Oh, same here. Sure. Hellcat, Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw where Hellcat went back to Jessica Jones's office. Yeah, yeah, Jessica Jones is in, is in yeah. Hellcat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh Marvel! Yeah, I mean, don't 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 get me wrong. Marvel's been really really fumbling the ball here lately. They too. make some bad choices. Have you read any of the uh, uh, Squadron Supreme? No, I don't. Haven't. Oh, is it bad? It's bad. And Aww. and they put out. You were so excited about that. I too. was so excited for it, and they put out a um a spinoff book about just Hyperion uh, trucking. Uh, he's disguised himself as so Hyperion's like Superman, but for the Marvel universe, which doesn't work. His story is virtually the same too. Yeah, it just it just doesn't work. But he has decided to get back to his roots by um, trading his costume for a trucker hat and a sixteen wheeler, and is driving across the country. <laughs> well, that's dumb. Truck. So he's trucker Superman. He's trucker Superman, and it's not good. <laughs> Plus, that's like, that's again, like when that's like when regular Superman decided he wasn't going to fly anymore. He was just going to walk. walk. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same story. And again, Hyperion doesn't work in Marvel comics because a Superman character. He's too powerful. Yeah. It doesn't scale well with the rest of the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe has always been the more grounded. Yeah, absolutely. You know, which is which is weird to say because it's comics about superheroes. Yeah, but, I yeah. mean, it's still nuts, but these are they've always been more like real people with real problems mm-hmm. along with being superheroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marvel's been the real the real world. DC's been the grandiose fairy tale kind of stories like the legends <laughs> kind of stories yeah it's so weird because you look at the movies and it's and the exact opposite. opposite they're opposite yeah so i don't know anyway i don't think i'm going to be picking up a whole lot of these books no no so. no no no. well i think we've pretty much uh got the show wrapped up so let's uh get and out of here spider webs yes and our japanese <laughs> spider webs whip whip also whip, whip, whip. Also robots. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over on nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. Follow us on there and you get all the updates to everything we do. New yep. shows, new stuff we write when Whatever. we write stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter at nerd underscore overload. Get some of that same stuff you get on Facebook. Pretty much. Uh, staff at nerdoverload.com if you want to shoot us an email if you want to yell at me for crapping on Batman v Superman you can do that <laughs> yep and uh, again I should probably mention we're on Stitcher we're on that oh, geez, uh, podcast I keep, app I keep oh, yeah. yeah yeah go listen to us on Stitcher I found our, our link the other day 
and you know, we are still on there and it does update so there you go you know also you know we are on the radio yes yes wzmo 1075 that's right you can and if you do, if you're not within the listening area you can also stream us at www. Uh, wzmofm.com thank you at uh 10 a.m and 9 p.m on yes. saturdays uh again thanks a lot for tuning in and we will be back next week that was Peace your out. that yeah, was that your was, phone that was me tomo awesome this show was sponsored in part by creative foundations and starbase columbus <laughs> <laughs>